Hey now, it's Lola here. Thanks for listening to the Smoking Profit Podcast. As always, I really appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for subscribing too. If you haven't done it, that's your hint to go ahead and do it. I believe that everyone deserves to live their best life and everything I do supports that. I curate some really dope information to help you live life and live life better, to help you do life and do life better. Today is no different. I'm gonna give you a topic that I believe is gonna help you get past whatever is stunting your social media growth. And if I sound a little weird, sorry, I have a cold or something so I can actually barely breathe, Dante's gonna help me out. Hey, Dante. Hey, Lola. AKA Mr. Lola Kabaya is in the building. Uh, no, that's at um, that DC kid. Okay, uh, okay. This is Mrs. At That DC Kid. That is not my name. Uh, okay, Mr. Lula, goodbye. <laughs> but anyways, that's Dante, a.k.a. At That DC Kid there we go. on Instagram. So go ahead and follow him there. And yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. So I want to talk to you today about five myths. Ooh. I can't even say it today. You want to try it again? Five <laughs> missed. What? Uh, oh. Five uh, myths five that are myths. stunting. Myths. Did you Myths. spit on me? I, I don't know. Mm. Myth is very easy to say, but yes. when you try to add that S onto it... It's a tongue twister. Myths. Five myths. Okay, so we're just going to change the name. How about this one? Five lies. I like that. That could be stunting your growth on social media. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so let's not waste any more of your time. Let's go ahead and get into it. All right. Hit us with lie number one. Okay, I should only share my content or branded material. Wrong. <gasps> you should create and post shareable content, which is content that has a high potential probability to be shared by someone else besides you. And this is good because the more your content is shared, the more your profile, the more your name, even if it's not your own stuff, gets exposure, it gets introduced to new audiences and different markets, and that's really great. That's what you want to happen. Now, shareable content will not always be something you produce. One piece of shareable content is news stories. Mm. Think about the videos that you see getting shared across Facebook. Uh, I use Yahoo for my news. Oh. <laughs> she thinks, uh, Lola thinks I'm weird for that. I like Yahoo. I'm sorry. So for the people that use Yahoo, um, no disrespect, but I didn't even really know people still use Yahoo. Yahoo! Okay, yes, so you happened. are definitely a unicorn. <laughs> One of a kind. But um, with news stories, that's definitely a form of shareable content. And not necessarily the ones that are negative and somber. People honestly like positive content. So think about the heartwarming stories and touching stories that make you feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside. I do love those stories. Not the warm, fuzzy, like you're sick, but the warm, fuzzy, good feeling. You mean like you're sick? <laughs> okay, okay. That's a shot. I, okay, I got that. I see you, I see you. I try. All right, so news stories is one. Another one could be funny memes. Okay, I love funny memes. Funny memes are great. Yes. All right, something else is just pure entertainment, like reaction videos. Oh, like my hot ones. Hot ones. What's hot ones? Oh, okay. So I have it on Snapchat. It's an interviewer who will come in and get various stars to come on, um, interview them. But each question, he's giving them hot wings. And each wing gets progressively hotter until the ending, which is called the last dab. Their faces are priceless in all of their reactions. Okay. I love it. So that's a perfect example, Dante. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, 
I think that another cool place that you can get some shareable content from is Pinterest. Yes, I'd use that for my recipes, and we should both thank Pinterest. Yeah, we should definitely both thank Pinterest. And you guys can follow me on Pinterest, actually, at Lola Kabaya. I post content there that I don't always share on other platforms. And so, yeah, go there and grab it. Just credit me. That's all I ask. Yes. And actually, anytime you share content, it's nice to credit the creator. You know, plagiarism is still as whack as it's always been and forever will be. Don't steal people's tweets. No. You know, don't copy and paste their tweet and then post it like it's yours. Like, credit the creator, credit the author, whoever it is. Just give them credit. It's the right thing to do, okay? Another point here is shareable content is not always going to be something that's branded. And when I say branded, meaning it's not always going to be something that has your name, your website, or your brand affiliation plastered on it in any way. Stamping your content with your brand's name may go against what you think you should do. And I get it. I mean, we're just talking about people stealing content and it happens. They blatantly crop your name out. You know, they will copy and paste your stuff and post it like it's theirs. Let me vent for a moment. I hate having to post at the Smoking Prophet on on something or at Lola Kabaya on something in a design where I feel like it doesn't fit. I hate having to do that. But sometimes I'm like, if I don't do this, somebody's going to steal this. Yes, I've you know? seen it. And if you put it at the bottom, they'll just crop... Just crop it out. And place it on it like it's theirs. Right. Or what's even worse is when you see graphics online and they have multiple people's names on them. It's like, that's terrible. It'll be like it has, maybe say, for example, Dante, you produce some of your own original content Mm -hmm. and you put at that DC kit on it so that people can find you on Instagram. That's cool. And then I see your graphic and I'm like, hmm, I like that. Mm-hmm. And I go and decide that I want to put at Lola Kabaya on there. Oh, wow. Like it's mine. I've seen that. It's like, that's terrible. So I get it. I get why you want to do that. But here's an alternative because sometimes you having your name on it will make it less likely to get shared. So here's an alternative. Brands like Sons and Daughters, Daughters, excuse me, often plaster their content with a small simple monogram style logo. I've seen other brands and ministries like Travis Green, Christine Kane, Propel Women, and John and Lisa Brevere do this as well. So that's an option for you. Try creating a small, simple monogram logo to put on your content and that can help to make it more shareable as well. I like that. Yeah. All right, so lie number two, let's go. All right, in order to grow, I need to be on every social media platform this is dead wrong what yeah so does one fish in a pond where there are no fish no i just made myself sound totally wise by saying does one right that was pretty cool right or if you're fishing in a pond and this is no disrespect to vegans or people that don't eat meat and stuff but if you're fishing in a pond (laughs) and (laughs) the fish are not biting like Are you going to stay there? No, I'm going to move. Right, you're going to move. Or does a gardener plant a garden on on some rocky terrain? Of course not. No, he's going to find good soil. Yes. Would I go and plant a garden in an area that's plugged to flooding? No, of course not. Excuse me, prone to flooding? No. 
Right, because that means that my garden is going to be washed out. Every time I try to put a seed in the ground, it's just going to wash away. Exactly. Makes no sense. What I'm saying to you is go where you can grow. Right? I like that. Yeah. Like for me, for example, I'm going to share a story with you about my Pinterest account. I stopped paying my Pinterest account much attention. And when I looked at it, I noticed that the engagement had dropped drastically. Oh, wow. Like, I was down to 200... I was down to, like, 200 monthly views. Mm. It was really low. And I'm like, wait a minute. If my views were good just based off of me using a service to automate posts, Mm -hmm. like, to schedule posts and they just automatically go out, and my daughter using my Pinterest because my Pinterest was linked up to Polyvor. Polyvor doesn't exist anymore. And she would go on there and look at clothes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And once she liked clothes on Polyvor, it would automatically send this stuff to Pinterest. And so like my views were at a certain point and Polyvor ceased existing. She wasn't messing with it. And then I wasn't really messing with it. It's like it went down to 200. I'm like, wait, I know if I can get engagement there. Let me do what I need to do to get engagement. So I was like, let me start putting more of my energy back into Pinterest. Mm. So this was in October. So from October 23rd up until December 23rd, my growth increased dramatically. Really? How much? I mean, my average daily views, according to my Pinterest analytics, went up by 76%. Those are good numbers. It's really good. But let me make this more plain to you. So I was down to less than 200 average monthly viewers, right? Mm -hmm. So on October 23rd, I decided, you know, I think before then I decided I'm going to post every day and just get this content back out there and, you know, get my numbers back up. So on October 23rd, it was 1.1 thousand. So that's 1,100, right? It was 1,100. On December 23rd, it was 18,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, the majority of that engagement did not even come from me posting my own content. I posted shareable content. So my viewers, my um, viewers and my followers on Pinterest, and most of them are actually just viewers, they like when I post things that are related to fashion. So I started putting a lot more content like that out there and quotes. They like that too. And crafting do it yourself stuff, Mm -hmm. put that out there too. But the main things that I focus on were fashion and was also quotes. Now I put out some of my own original content, but again, largely the stuff that I pinned to Pinterest because you pin your interests was different outfits and clothes that I saw on the internet. Okay. So you already busted lot number one. Right. I found some some shareable content, wasn't my own stuff, like you just said, busted lot number one, and my numbers went from 1.1 thousand on October 23rd up to 18,000 on December the 23rd, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, if I can do that, you can do that, and this, that's just with me deciding that I'm going to go on and engage my Pinterest account every day. 
That's awesome. Now, I did take a little break in between that time, too. I took a little dip because I was tired for a couple of days. And what happened? <laughs> and my numbers went down. How much? It did. I, I forgot how much, but anyway, so I can post that <laughs> later. But I was like, okay, it, I can't take any days off. I got to be consistent. And we'll get more into that later. So, yeah. Um, use your energy in a way that's most effective. Essentially, that's what I'm saying to you. You shouldn't spread yourself thin trying to build and maintain multiple accounts when really they all don't matter. Okay, figure out which of the accounts matters. Figure out which of the accounts are receiving the most engagement. And when I say engagement, I mean likes, views, comments, things like that, and work on growing those accounts. Something else that can help you to push your content out are also content management tools that allow you to automate your posts. For example, Hootsuite, Crowdfire, and Buffer are a few that I'm not really recommending to you, but sharing as examples. Now, something else that I just wanna mention here really quickly is that I'm not telling you don't set up social media accounts everywhere because I actually recommend that you do that. And that's so that you can secure your handle or your brand name. Oh, I like that idea. Like for me, I set up Lola Kabaya essentially everywhere. Not that I plan on using it, mm -hmm. but just so that no one else can use it. You know what I'm saying? That's smart. Right. And that's what you can do. But don't just think that I'm going to go out and I'm going to hit Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Snapchat, TikTok. Wow everywhere soundcloud i mean i'm on everything and i'm gonna kill it no you're not gonna do that you're gonna burn yourself out okay i agree completely all right let's go to lie number three all right i can do everything <laughs> wrong what culture sometimes perpetuates a self-made mentality when in truth no one is self-made and i mean no one if you want to burn yourself out do everything alone if you want to drive yourself crazy do everything alone before I started thinking about like expanding and growing with what I was doing, mm -hmm. I would critique my work. And in the beginning, I was okay with critiquing my work. Okay. I was okay with critiquing blog posts. It was okay. It didn't bother me. But then after a while, me critiquing myself, I began to over critique myself. Mm. And then I get, began to move from a place of just wanting to do things the right way and and you know, in a way of excellence to just wanting to be perfect on everything. And then all of a sudden I'm frozen and I can't do anything. Oh, wow. I can't pull the trigger because I'm steadily critiquing my own work, you know, so you can't do everything on your own. It just is not going to work. I mean, you may do it for a while and be okay, but eventually it's going to stunt you. It's going to stop you. I love this quote by Christine Kane. It says that some of you can't move forward because you're trying to do it all by yourself. Ooh, I like that quote. Yeah, let me hit you with that again. It says that some of you, I had to take a long deep breath because <laughs> I couldn't breathe. It says that some of you can't move forward because you are trying to do it all by yourself. Mm. Yeah. All right, so while that sinks in with you, let's go ahead and hit them with line number four. Okay, how about uh, someone else is already doing it? Wrong. You're going to stop saying I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm not talking about I'm just you. saying. Okay, okay, okay. So you don't have to swell up. Just calm down. Just got a little bit. Okay, take a couple of deep breaths. 
breathe. Okay, we're good. All okay. right. So, let me not say wrong. Here's an alternative. Okay. Does that sound better? I like Make that. Make you feel better? It does. Okay, I diffuse the situation. You did. You handled it very well. Wonderful. No one else is doing what you're doing or what you want to do if you're doing your own thing. And when I say your own thing, I mean adding your special touch to something. Doing it in a way that makes you remarkably different, that distinguishes you, that makes you distinct, that separates you from people that could be in the same market as you. And this idea isn't something that you should just apply to growing your social media and your your brand there, but it should be something that you apply to life in general. Think about it with careers. Job markets are getting crazy now. Everybody has a lot of the same skills. True. So do something that's going to distinguish you. You know, what's going to set you apart? All right, I kind of went on another tangent. Right, in a different direction. (laughs) So let's bring it back. Um, Sometimes this can make you feel uncertain about things, but you should have some confidence in that. Like what you're doing is something that only you can do. That should make you feel a little bit confident, right? It does. No one else can... Do what you do. Do what you do. Nobody else can give people what you can give them. Nobody else can leave the same mark on life that you can. So let that give you a little bit of confidence and some peace. And when I say peace, I mean this. is because you're doing something that's going to be your own. So that means that you won't always have all the answers. And it's okay. Right? Yeah. Because right. you're doing something that's original. Okay? It's okay. not necessarily going to be a blueprint for you to follow. All right. Let me leave you with this quote that I saw online. And the author is unknown, or else I'd credit them. It says, There is no competition when you're manifesting in your own lane. So do your different boldly, okay? All right. Let's go ahead and get into lie number five. All right. I am the quintessential jack of all trades. I'm thinking if I can say this. I don't know. You're going to have to figure an alternative. <laughs> okay, to so the one that says that they are the perfect jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a liar. She used the word again. You're a liar. I said it. Mm. Okay. Having, all the, having the jack of all trades mentality stunts your growth because it divides your energy into too many places in order to grow your social media you're going to have to use your energy wisely by focusing on what matters like for me for example pinterest we can make it boom over there like my pinterest has gone up from eighteen thousand monthly views in the matter of days it's okay like i'm going to use more energy over there I'm not necessarily going to be on another platform where, for example, my YouTube, Mm -hmm. my YouTube does not pop like that. I'm not going to be pushing out content on YouTube every day to get 10 views. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not either. I'm not doing that. But where it's booming at, I'm going to go ahead and focus my energy there. Okay, clearly that YouTube grace is not on me right now. We can come back and work on that later. I'm going to go to where it's working at. I adore 
this couple, Lejean and Valor Cole. Actually, we both we adore, adore them. There yeah. You go. yeah, we adore them. And they recommended a book to us. It's called The One Thing, and it's been totally life-changing. So here's the full title. It's called The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results by Gary Keller with Jay Papasan. And the book is basically about simplifying your focus. And you do this by whittling down your ideas, your thoughts, and your tasks to the things that matter the most by canceling out stuff that is not going to matter if you take care of the most important thing. Wow, I really like that. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, I'm in several chapters into the book, and it's, like, so awesome. And the chapters are short. Oh, perfect. Right. Like, it's... It's like short. He's he's focusing on what he really wants to talk about in that chapter. He's not going off on a rabbit trail, you know, just running Alice in Wonderland. He's exactly. not doing that. It's real short focus. And yeah, I'm loving it. Um, but this is why it matters to you. Focus is going to be fundamental in helping your social media growth. Okay. Focus is like the foundation of a house. You know, it has to be done when you're building something. If you're building your market, your brand, whatever on social media, like you need to have a strong foundation. Mm -hmm. Focus needs to be there. Focus is going to help you to figure out what's most important and to stick with it beyond what things look like, beyond what other people are telling you to do that you may not necessarily need to do. And I'm not saying that you'll never need to get advice or consult from other people, but focus is going to help you. Now, the next thing that's going to help you is to be consistent. So don't start and stop. This is going to slow your progress. It's going to stall your success. And the next thing is practice congruency. And when I say this, I want you to be a subject matter expert. Now you're probably thinking, what does this have to do with myth uh, or lie number five, excuse me. What does this have to do with the jack of all trades mentality? Jack of all trades, especially an unestablished one, someone that's trying to grow, because remember I said this is gonna be for you know, creators, people that are wanting to grow their business. So you're not really right at that point of where you're super established. Like, for example, Rihanna would be someone that's super established. Yeah, of course. And because Rihanna is super established as an entertainer, Mm -hmm. she can branch off in other directions. Yeah. She has clothing. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't just have clothing. She's doing lingerie now. Yep. She doesn't just have lingerie and clothing. She's doing makeup and beauty Hmm. cosmetics and she's looking to expand that so so if you're unestablished and you got this jack of all trades mentality that you can do everything then you're a little bit all over the place you know your knowledge is broad in general which can be a good thing or some would say could be a bad thing I won't say it's either what I am going to say to you is if you're growing your brand on social media it's going to make it hard for people to trace your value. And when people see you online, they need to be able to trace your value. They need to be able to look at your content, look at what you're sharing, and to see why they're following you or why they would potentially want to follow you. In the age of information overload and limited attention spans, you got to quickly convey value to people. 
to get their attention, to engage them, and to eventually get them to do business with your brand. Wow. You know what? To help explain a little bit more about what congruency is, here's something from a book called Freakishly Effective Social Media for Network Marketing by Ray and Jessica Higdon. It says, pay attention to congruency. In other words, don't post recipes one day, then talk about franchising the next. For example, just imagine how sharing methods for taking care of your skin then suddenly changing directions to tips of improving skiing skills would leave people seriously confused. As you plan your post, make sure they're in harmony with one another, each revolving around a central theme or topic area, whatever it is you want to be known for. If you stay congruent in everything you do, people will come to see you as an authority in your subject area rather than someone who simply shares a bunch of scattered content and messages. Right. Don't be a scattered brain content sharer. Exactly. Okay, sorry, didn't mean to say it like that. But that um that book said something there. It said that you need to make your posts and I'm just basically this is a synopsis and not a direct quote. It said that your posts need to be in harmony with one another. They need to revolve around a central theme or topic. And that's the thing that you want to be known for. So that's congruency there. Usually the thing that you want to be known for is what you're going to be an expert in, which is your niche. Okay. And with that being said, if you want to grow your brand, you want to focus on your niche and consistently post content that is congruent to this. That's going to help you to grow on social media. So you're probably thinking like, I have no clue like what my niche is. I'm going to give you something really quickly to help you out with that. Your niche is going to help you unlock your potential. Think about the things that you're great at. What do you enjoy doing? Like for me, I enjoy helping others find and share their voices. And I do that via the smokingprofit.com. I do it through the blog and I do it through the podcast. And I also do it with clients I work with directly. So some people I'm doing it and I'm never even going to meet these people in life. And other people I'm doing it with a client when they bring their idea to me and I help bring shape to it and give their brand a voice or they bring me some content and I help create graphics surrounding that and I I make it consistent and beautiful and clear and (laughs) simple and easy to be seen very very quickly now you're probably thinking a lot of people do that they do do that but this is what makes me different digging deeper into what I enjoy a common trend that distinguishes me from others is that I create content that transcends cultural boundaries And I also create content that's culturally and socially sensitive. We are living in one of the most diverse generations, ethnically, and in so many other ways. So I am able to produce content, to create content that's able to be culturally sensitive and sensitive in so many other ways. That's what distinguishes me. That's what sets me apart. That's what makes me different. That's my niche. So there may be a lot of people that are content creators and do what I do, but that's my thing that makes me different. When you realize what you do, like for me, you own it, okay? Own your different boldly. Do your different. Um, Once you've uncovered your potential and you've unlocked your niche, you got to embrace what makes you you. That's your lane. 
running your lane and don't go after markets that are oversaturated. There is only one you. So people may have similar skills as you and similar life purposes as you, but only you can do your different and kill it. So do that. Right? Right. Right. (laughs) All right. We made it through this. I'm going to go ahead and get off of here. Uh, Dante, did you want to add anything else? No, I think it was beautiful. Okay, awesome. If you need help organizing your ideas, your passions, and intensely going after your dreams, DM me on Facebook or Instagram at Lola Kabaya, and I will gladly speak with you. Also, if you haven't joined my text list, it's free. I'd like for you to join. Weekly, I send out prophetic life advice. And when I say prophetic, I just mean God-inspired stuff. And I also send out resources, hacks, and hope to help keep you winning and to keep you going up, 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 up in life. Go ahead and text the word BLAZE, B-L-A-Z-E to the number 31996 to get on the list there. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast if you haven't. Rate it. Give me five stars. I'd like it. Comment. And until next time, I hope you have an amazing life.